Disclaimer, we recorded the podcast yesterday. Today is today. It is Christmas Day. Oh <laughs> my God. We this can't is so exciting. Quite, we've had the most mental morning of our lives. We've literally just rushed to the studio where we record the podcast. Uh, we've just been on the phone to BBC Radio Wales. Our phones haven't stopped pinging all morning. Yeah. It is insane. You know, it's been, it is genuinely been like Christmas morning, hasn't it? We've been spoke to Wynne Evans from BBC Radio Wales and such a lovely guy. And it, it was so insane, fun, man. wasn't it? I can't believe it. Um, so let's just talk through what happened this morning. I wake up about eight o'clock. I think the news came out about 20 past seven, half yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah. Called and tweeted it. Obviously, he's in America. It's probably late night there. And then... I've seen a, a message pop through on my phone. I thought James Corden was dead because all what? this stuff was popping up about James Corden. I, and I didn't really read it properly. And then my phone just rattled through. I was like, right, I might, might have a look at this. Uh, swiped to open. And there it was. And I called my best mate. I called my mum. I called my dad. I called my brother. I called my sister. <laughs> I called... Uh, I called my cousin, who I haven't spoken to in about three years, but I know he loves Gavin. So I literally called half my family. And you tried to call me twice. I tried to call you twice. You were fast asleep for the next hour and a half. I so, know, so I, I know. I just had this hour and a half where I'm like, oh my God, the, the podcast. What's going on with yeah. the podcast? Because oh. obviously we recorded it yesterday. So if you're about to listen in, we thought we'd add this little bit at the start and then... We have the podcast as usual. Yeah. There's not as as much excitement in our voice as there is right yeah, now. Yeah, because we didn't know um, this was going to happen. This is just such a new bit of information to us. And then our guest uh, for this week's podcast is the amazing Millie, who tweets constantly tweeting theories about Gavin and Stacey. Uh, we've got her on today. Uh, and... Of course, so we've recorded it today, so she knows the news. So yeah, yeah. We're obviously going to have a bit of chat. That's yeah. coming at the end. Just so you know that the bit in the middle after you hear the, the sort of introduction, we don't know the news. We recorded it yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we just, we, how can we imagine? Yeah, what was just, just so you morning? think, why aren't they talking about this? Why aren't they mentioning yeah. it? But yeah, that's but why. We've decided that uh, next week's episode... Uh, on top is going to be a bit of a lengthy special yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dedicated to us chatting about what happened, might happen in the podcast yeah. and leading up to the podcast. We're going to be covering those. Yeah, things. like, you know, so, what's going to happen in that big Christmas episode. What's Occurring Pod is the place to be right now. Oh, it certainly is. So it's popping. Excited. It's popping. Uh, and yeah, let's podcast. Oh, you're listening to the What's Occurring Podcast with Cal and Chuck. Tidy. My name is Callum Goddard, and whenever I hear someone asking for a salad, I stick two fingers up to them. My name is Chuck Adolfi, and I insist that every birthday I go to my local Italian, which happens to be called Capriccio's. And it's next Monday. Table is booked for 7pm. Cal, are you coming? Capriccio's? Course I'm coming! <laughs> we are two super fans talking through the BAFTA award-winning sitcom Gavin and Stacey, re- reliving some of our favourite moments episode by episode, and favourite quotes like, He's Jehovah's. Well, let's have a coffee and celebrate Christmas. <laughs> and we'll be talking to legends of the programme, including cast members and super fans, and a whole lot more fun. And this week's episode, episode number two of the podcast, we are talking through series one, episode two. Yes, and remember to follow our socials and make sure you keep an eye out at What's Occurring Pod on Twitter because we'll be needing your help and expertise throughout the series. Right, a little tradition that we've now brought into the podcast is at the start of each episode, we are having a little drink inspired by the programme. And... This week's inspiration uh, comes from the scene where uh, Gavin has, has just received sort of terrible news. Smith, uh, Heartbreaking Stacey's news. Broken up with her on the phone at the start of the second episode. And uh, Smithy quits work early, comes to the pub. What a great mate. With Gav. And uh, they have a funny little scene where he goes, I oh, know what will cheer you up. Have a zip of that. What do you think? And uh, Gavin says... It's cloudy. It's dark. So here we have a cloudy and dark beer. Without further ado, let's... Ooh. 
Um, Chuck can't use a bottle opener, clearly. That's... That is a, there we go. That Look is that. from some sort California. of... California! shop. Or, yeah. Uh, anyway. Actually, my girlfriend got me that. It's not tat. So we've got a, uh, a dark and cloudy, uh, cloudy beer, which yeah. uh, perhaps might have a little kick, yeah, yeah, back little the throat. kick yeah, on the go. back of your throat. Cool. Cheers. Cheers Happy podcasting again. ASMR <sighs> beer drinking. Don't know about that. Ooh. It has got a bit of a kick. Little kick, little kick. I don't know if that's all the cigarettes I've been smoking lately. Oh. Um, so, of course, let's ch- start at the top of the episode, Chuck. It's, it's a brilliant episode, as we were speaking about earlier. It's really got some great moments in it. Yeah. But, of course, it all starts with the mix-up over the phone, uh, where Sm- uh, Stacey and Gav are both at their offices, and they're having a phone call. And Gav's boss walks over and stands over his shoulder, and Gavin <laughs> kind of has to turn into this work mode. But Stacey does not yeah. understand it. And this. still today, you're like, when you rewatch it again, oh. I'll re- rewatch the essay, you're like, oh, no, Stacey's oh, okay. it's so it's frustrating. Okay. It's so frustrating. <laughs> so obviously, he's over his shoulder, and um, Stacey kind of takes real heart to it. She takes real hurt to the fact that Gavin's kind of being so dismissive. <laughs> and yeah, it's just really, it's, really aggravating. I, one of the bit, moments I really like is uh, when the, the boss goes, oh, is that that Tracy? And she went, <laughs> oh, yeah. Apparently, she was talking to the last guy yeah, yeah, yeah. in Gavin's job. Yeah, they were going to meet up at some point. And you just see Gavin's face sink a bit. Thinking he it's kind of the first time he al- they allude to the fact that there's um, seven Fiance's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's you know? pot- it is yeah. six actually. Oh, no, six. five engagements. Oh, five engagements. Yeah, sorry, See, sorry. I'm the super fan. Oh, that is um, why I'm the super fan. Anyway, sure. it then goes to the little scene we just alluded to there, uh, where Gavin is in the pub and he's with Smithster and they uh, crack open it. Well, they have a little beer, don't they? Mm. Um, and then. Gavin yeah. gets Smithy to to oh. ring up Nessa after they had a little one yeah. night uh, back at back at the hotel. But it's that it's that that's the first time we see this relationship between Smithy and Nessa that you're thinking, hang on, I think this might stick about this relationship because because of Gavin <laughs> Stacy being so close, you kind of think, oh, he'll, they'll always have to sort of get to I, know I really each other like, better. I really like the bit where it just pauses and <laughs> Gavin and Smithy are just staring uh, staring at each other, and he, Smithy just goes. You tried her mobile. <laughs> of course he's tried her mobile. Um, genius, genius. No, it is absolutely genius. And then obviously uh, we head to Barry. Uh, Gavin uses his flexi day, which is meant for Gary and Simon paintballing. Oh, uh, the paintballing. You really paint. do feel for Smithy there. We go, that was yeah. meant for paintball uh, with Gary and I've Simon. So I think you established from the first couple of episodes, I, I haven't had a relationship before. Callum's been in a long-term relationship. And I know that exact feeling when, you, when you've yeah. got plans and you get binned off by a, a, a bloke with a new girlfriend or vice versa. Um, and that beer is actually really nice, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's not too It's shabby, really nice. Um, so we are. Th- we then go across to Barry Island. Uh, Gavin darts across the Seven Bridge again. That journey he knows very well. Uh, <laughs> we have this incredible scene where oh, it's just Nessa great. gets it's to just the great. door and Gavin is there and <laughs> she starts having a pop at him and then Bryn comes over. Oh, you're right. When he runs over the road, for me, that is the moment where you're like, they are so small village minded. Yeah. It's so like classic little small English yeah, really town. It's like, I'll be over Barry in a second. Oh um, yeah, it's class. As a place. And then obviously they have this whole thing where they think, He's uh he's a joke. <laughs> uh, so well, just, he's not clean. He's, he hasn't got the badge. Yeah, uh, it is comedy gold. And then obviously there's a, there's just that time spent where they they're just not letting him have a word in edgeways. Yeah. He just eventually has to birds out, bl- uh, burst out. Oh, blimey, we've only had a zip. Oh. <laughs> uh, burst out that he's in love with their daughter, yeah. uh, Stacey, and she comes bowling through. Um, 
And yeah, just that whole scene by the door is absolute comedy but gold. Within that scene, obviously, as we've already alluded to, that quote, let's have a coffee and celebrate Christmas. For me, that actually gets me every time <laughs> I burst out laughing. Bryn at his finest. Yeah, it really um, is. It really is. And then obviously we move to uh, the chip sharing scene. Um, and <laughs> this is kind of our first taste of how wet Gavin and Stacey really are as I mean, characters. I tell you what, I, someone had a pop at me the other day. Obviously, they listened to the first episode. Uh, uh, how 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 much I went in on the first episode into Gavin and Stacey and how poor they are as mm. characters. I, I still stand by this. Zero yeah. depth. Just very much stereotypical sitcom. One in love. Bull crap. Yeah, yeah. I just don't really get on with No, it, I completely get you. But obviously it's driven along by the other characters and stuff. But when they're literally just on their own with the chips, it really just does summarize how wet they are like you know those little kind of comments they're saying to each other sharing the last chip it's like oh get a grip so you, you and your bird don't do that then oh well Share I mean, a little strand of spaghetti and no I'm, I'm, yeah no Izzy if you're listening uh, yeah we don't do that <laughs> uh, well that is tonight sorted oh. <laughs> Matthew Horn who plays Gavin I think he says that this was his favourite scene to shoot in Bryn's little <laughs> off study room where he is teaching him even though he's already done the journey i think three or four times yeah, yeah, yeah. already um this see where they're in his study and uh, he's telling him how to get back to his house which he's done the journey loads of times and then they have the whole thing where uh he he's, he's going what, what for ww dot I, I like to think of an acronym to save it and then he goes how about World Wide web oh, <laughs> that's oh, good that's the ticket <laughs> And, what uh, do you work in? Computing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like I think you said beforehand that that's the uh, there's lots of yeah sort of yeah what gay I picked references up, there's in there. so many little gay reference. connotations for uh, obviously Brim being gay. The first one being when he's like, "Oh, put a cheek on here." Shares a seat with Gavin. It's you know it's a very light-hearted sort of jovial one, but it's uh, it's very obvious that he you know he wants to be close to Gavin. He finds him very attractive lad, as he says later on in the episode. But also. I, I noticed this one when he's leaning over to get his big pile of maps under his desk. He leans over for that bit too long and you kind of look at it as an audience member. So are you saying that you agree with my theory now then? Yeah, no, I do. I do. I so if you missed the first episode, my theory was that you never... You always, always see Bryn walking through Gwen's house, through the back door. Little right, right secret to him being gay. And you're saying that this is perhaps a bit more of a hint... That he potentially might be gay. Potentially the rumours yes. about the fishing trip could have happened. Yes, however, um, a listener called Isabella, she almost debunked your theory. Okay? okay, She contacted me and said, I'm not sure I agree with Chuck's theory, purely because in the Christmas episode, if I'm correct, this is what she said. Doesn't um, Bryn try and go... He goes through the front door with the mint, the mint Baileys. Now, we never see him go through the front door. We rewatch this. He arrives at the door with his suitcase and the Mint Baileys. Says, you know, would you care for a Mint Baileys? The next time you see him, he's sat in Gwen's living room. See? So... See, he he might have gone through the front BS, door, but it's true. not on the show. So, yes, uh, I think I'm you are you, right. I think you are right. Classic Pamela again when Stace and Gav get back to uh, the the Billericay household and she's the very over that my mother is literally oh, no, like so I is think mine. most of our mums are yeah, you know yeah. when when a guest has come around for the first time especially when it's a potentially a relationship <laughs> uh, she refers to a love of her life a uh, love of his life and <laughs> 
She's been down at Tesco's at five. She's oh. having a go at Mick for his golf clubs being out, even oh. though they've been there for the last few months. <laughs> my mum does, my mum does the exact same thing. It's always my fucking cricket bag. <laughs> yeah, every yeah, yeah. time. Oh, the cricket bag. Yes. Yeah. It's like Cal. Why isn't this in the shed? Why it's is it in the kitchen floor? It's yeah. not a problem. Yeah. Just because you got bloody Princess Di. Yeah, now. it's always around August time when there's some sort of drink <laughs> soiree going on, and it's just there. And then Stace notices an absolute stinker when she wakes up by herself. Uh, a massive, massive spot. It's just such an overreaction. Like, it really does annoy me. Like, I'm one of these people who gets really irritated. By the glasses is an overreaction. But, yeah, like, the glasses is an overreaction. I get really annoyed by things in TV shows really easily. uh, This has actually happened to me, and I can assure you, when you have... When you so I'll, I'll explain to you quickly. Bollocks. Story. So I was about sixteen, seventeen, and this is when I first went. Oh, this is the first ever date I ever went on. Right, so the age that you usually yeah. are quite spotty. If she's listening. She's out there loving shout life. Out. Um, Probably better without no, she's, you. She's with another fella now, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> um, so basically, <laughs> I I woke up that morning and had the exact same thing—an absolute shiner of a spot. And we we're off to the cinema, <laughs> so I thought I'd get away. But in between us two, it was around that time, and I thought I'd get away with it. But I turned up, and she, you could just see she couldn't hide it on her face. She, oh. was, she was just literally like, "What?" Wait, she actually like made it obvious <laughs> well, that she it, saw no, it. I don't. I think she was not trying to. Nightmare. It sort of became a bit of the elephant in the room. But I just said something about, "Oh yeah, I woke up this morning." She's like, "Oh, I'm glad you said that." Oh. <laughs> she knows it's true. But well, you know, we had an all right date. But yeah. But I mean, that's kind she, of like she, did, she didn't have my corn on the cob. Put it. No, poor, poor you. Um, So, uh, and then we have the incredible pub quiz. And when they're writing this, why on earth they choose Smithy as the the, uh, quiz master? And what a quiz master he was. (laughs) We alluded to it in in the last episode, but... Just the whole experience of them in a pub. Do you know what my um, favourite moment of that entire scene is? I, it honestly gets me every time. It's so subtle. It's when he's about to read a question out and the barmaid walks past Smithy and just goes, all right. Yeah, he goes, question number seven. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Who won the golden boot in Mexico 1986? <laughs> no, that is quality. Um, just th- there are scenes throughout the whole series when I recall Smithy walking in in the Christmas special when he's going uh, Dawn, Star of Oceans 11 12, yeah. <laughs> when are we getting on there, there's those moments where Smithy just takes takes the, the stage doesn't he? He takes the yeah. scene and the, the pub quiz is yeah. one of them he yeah. takes the scene but I do really enjoy the little snippets back to the table where they're just going they're just Mick, gradually going oh. more and more and you, you hear the whole discontent <laughs> Mick's of the reactions are class yeah and they're just I think Jeez. Pam goes well, she go, he's just got to slow down my mum my, my said that to me a fair few times <laughs> oh nightmare um, but yeah as you said the the rest of the characters really drive it along as well and also we've got to talk about this the Gary Lineker questions that is a stroke of genius <laughs> so, from Ruth Jones and James Corden I, I have a book with the quiz in and out of well it's a 29 question quiz. <laughs> who's ever heard of a 29 question quiz there are four questions where the answer is Gavin and Stacey um, but my personal favourite is when it's about I think it's question number 20 seven in the quiz good knowledge that um no no question number 27 is who invented the plug anyway it's around there and he he goes Leicester is the home to which mass murderer <laughs> <laughs> and obviously the whole pub just groaned because they think yeah, he's about yeah. to say it's the home to Gary Lineker basically um but what a scene what a man <laughs> I want to I want a local pub where you've got someone as yeah. pissed as Smithy because well, they're always the quite question. stiff these pub quizzes aren't they so obviously this leads us into the uh, last scene of the episode, uh, the proposal. 
Gav and Stacey, they're being separated and Gavin just runs and jumps over the barriers. What a moment. What a romantic moment. And uh, yeah, he gets down on one knee and obviously the uh, SWAT team pretty much are there to, uh, with, the, with the red lasers <laughs> my, my on his head. My dad always refers to this moment. He, he, I think that was the first time he fell in love with the program. He goes, she goes, you've got Gavin literally SWAT team, <laughs> four rifles to his head and Stacey just beside herself going, it fits, it fits. And that is the end it's of the It's just such episode. a female like yeah. romantic kind of moment, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's insane. That and proposal is so important. And this week we've been asking you at What's Occurring Pod on Twitter again and email What's Occurring Pod at G email.com thank you all so much for getting in touch uh, we've been asking for your outrageous proposal stories inspired by gavin hopping over the barrier at london Incredible. houston i believe it is yeah katie emailed in and she said her fiance proposed to her and he caught her completely off guard he had just re- returned home from a concert and katie had to pee like a racehorse she was running inside and he stopped her and she turned around and all she could say was shut the fuck up and oh fuck and this went on for a couple of minutes uh, before he said you're gonna leave me down here all night and she said no his face dropped and then realized he thought she was saying no to the proposal so she then rushed to correct herself and gave him a proper (laughs) yes poor bloke that is great oh my god he must have felt awful (laughs) that's been such a horrible feeling that is not the answer you want um sophie's got in touch via the email uh what's occurring pod at gmail.com she lost her job at the end of the school year and had spent every day all summer long looking for a new one when david came home from work she was once again at the computer and totally frustrated he spun her chair around and gave a big hug and then got down on one knee and handed her wait for it a packet of taco bell hot sauce that said will you marry me she laughed so hard she couldn't even say yes no i'm sorry that is the laziest thing i've ever heard <laughs> you're proposing to someone it's got to be big the first day might have been in taco bell or something i mean i, I i'd Prince like Harry to think she would to megan over a roast chicken dinner yeah but i'd like to think she wouldn't include that in her if story it's suitable for the prince is suitable yeah for all right fair Kate enough Sophie, roast chicken right? bit different to taco bell I'm fucking you up hot there, sauce Sophie. Oh, he's bloody prince. He could, he could afford, you know, a fucking pheasant or it something. It probably is a Michelin star. Two AA diamonds. Anyway, chicken move, dinner. Move on, your tosser. Right, cool. Okay, so this one is one that we found online, and it's a very unique story. So this is about someone faking their own death for a proposal. <laughs> In 2012, Russian Alexei Bikov convinced his girlfriend that he died in a horrific and bloody car crash as she watched. That's awful. He hired a film director and stuntman to help him fake his own death before he rose again to pop the question to his heartbroken other half. She didn't scream at him or punch him in the face, incredibly. She actually just saw the funny side of it and said yes. I actually remember seeing this. It was was a big news story when it came out and... Uh, it actually sparked a little, you know, like a knock-on effect mm. and a few people started doing it. That's weird, though. i tell you what. It's I, weird. I hope I don't find someone who, who does Because that realistically, me. the turnaround's got to be a, a, a long time. I mean, you, well, it's not a long time, but you're probably, they're probably thinking you're dead for at least 10 minutes. I mean, imagine thinking your other half's dead. I don't know. Oh, it's not worth it's thinking about. It's horrible. Uh, final one. Uh, we found this one on the internet again, actually, and it is really, really funny. Um, if, if you haven't seen the video that I'm about to talk about, do Google it. Um, in May last year, a man from Michigan in the US named Kevin Pratitula popped the question to girlfriend Alyssa Anta, and a camera was there to capture every second. Not, not too abnormal so far. 
Even the part, though, where Ansa's son, Owen, begins peeing on the ground in the background. What? Um, like I said, it is a jokes video. It's just a little kid. They're by, like, this really beautiful fountain proposing, and then just a <laughs> kid pissing behind them. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, I have seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. really funny. It's well, Just search on YouTube, kid pissing engagement. It's great. Um, and this is what Alyssa had to say about it. I just started laughing. This is what Owen does. This is our everyday life. That's what we deal with on a daily basis. I think she needs to get her son checked out. Yeah, I mean, he stole the limelight, really, hasn't he? <laughs> but no, Chuck, d- don't you, like, have a few occasions of pissing yourself? Like, um, I thought we agreed that we weren't going to bring this up on the podcast. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> wait, no, are we, uh, wait, do you not actually want to talk about that? No. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, sorry. Okay, all right, okay, we'll, we'll move on. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I want to ask you, actually... Um, Callum's had a girlfriend of five years now. How are you going to pro- propose to her, mate? Time is ticking, surely. Uh, um, right, well, obviously... <laughs> she doesn't listen, does she? So it's no, good. no, of course, no, it's fine. Um, no, I have to say, when the time comes, I think you've got to do something quite nice and quite quirky. That's why I'm really anti the whole Taco Bell one, because I put myself in Go that on. position. What are you going for? I'll put you on the spot here, mate. Okay, all right. Um, are, you a, are you a finger in the sand on the beach? No, no, no. I wouldn't say that. I don't, think, a, I don't think I'm tea-like either. Hire a Wenger out plane that yeah, says, well, I think, I think what I'd do is I'll um, rent out the whole of Stamford Bridge and then oh, like, yeah, get, she'll love that, get, won't she? Get, <laughs> yeah, Stamford Bridge is Chelsea Football Club Stadium, for those who don't know. And um, get the seats in the West Stand, because uh, obviously the East Stand already has I, Chelsea I'm, written on it. So the West Stand, and get seats saying, will you marry me, I all mean, written in white. I don't know white. your girlfriend that well, but... I, to put her on the fa- middle, the I'm penalty spot. I'm certain she's not a massive Chelsea No, no, she's been to a few Chelsea games with me. <laughs> and I'll put her in the centre circle, and I'll just say, look behind you, and she'll just see across the West Stand saying, will you marry me? And it'll be beautiful. And then there'll be some, there'll be uh, Andrea Bocelli singing, um, uh, in the dugout, oh, it'd be amazing. Fucking hell, don't propose <laughs> to me anytime soon. Uh, anyway, each week uh, we are doing a, a analysis, going to a bit more detail uh, of a particular character, or in this case, this week, characters in the programme who are perhaps a bit more relevant in that episode. Last week was Smithy, but we thought this week, uh, where we meet them for the first time, we'd focus on them. Yeah. It is, of course, everyone's favourite arguing married couple, Pete and Dawn. They are just such a great duo, aren't they? And I think there's a lot of moments that everyone can kind of relate with. As you were saying to me, Chuck, you've got a very good friend who his parents are very much like this, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I was out with them actually just this Friday gone uh, and we, we went to this lovely Italian restaurant. Simil- Capriccio's? It was not called Capriccio's, <laughs> but very, very similar. Was Ita- Seth there? All Italian waiters and so on and so forth. And we sat down and the whole fucking meal they were arguing. <laughs> we had three courses, why? and obviously I'm just like the outsider but he's my best mate I've known him for years but yeah, yeah, yeah. it is just so fun like obviously if you're in it it's horrible but as an outsider it mm. is so hysterical to watch yeah. they're just bickering at each other they've been married for 30 but plus years but some ha- people actually do just naturally bicker they still love each other they just argue about yeah, dumb shit that's yeah, just yeah. the way it his, goes his mum actually stormed out towards the end uh, for a cigarette and a, a glass of wine oh, much reminiscent dear. of one of Nessa's or Smithy's storms out so we um, asked you guys on Twitter what you thought the best Pete and Dawn moments were and we put a selection to you for you guys to vote and uh, we've got a top four now so in at number four I was a bit disappointed by this you know because this is one of my favourite Pete and Dawn scenes <laughs> uh, we are we are introduced to Captain Pete he decides to surprise Dawn at Gavin and Stacey's wedding and turns up in a pilot outfit as a bit of foreplay you know before they head up to the hotel room but abruptly ruins it by saying one of my favourite lines in the whole programme shall we go 
somewhere and have it off. <laughs> <laughs> and it just recalls me like when I was 16 and had no idea oh, how, yeah, yeah. how to flirt. You're in your mate's marquee. You go somewhere <laughs> and have it off. Mate's marquee. <laughs> <laughs> That is quality. In at number three, we've got the vow renewal. Pete and Dawn decide to renew their vows despite all the bickering. And it was all going well until Dawn sees the puff daddy ring Pete has chosen. And so Pete gets a ring that says um, P and also he turns it around the other way and it's got D on it. Oh, so it is so it's funny. like Pete, Dawn, it's like puff daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bit at the altar. And yeah, he, yeah. he goes, uh, when Dawn sees it for the first time, Buddy LP in front of a room full of people. And it's the most unnecessary so unnecessary ever. Anyway. So unnecessary. Um, number two, we meet Seth, uh, the potential partner in the threesome. Uh, and the scene where the shipments awkwardly bump into Pete and Dawn, who are chatting to Seth uh, at Capriccio's whilst discuss, while they're sort of discussing the code words that he might come into uh, if they were to have the threesome. And it's just, <laughs> it's so funny. It's textbook oh, Gavin and Stacey. Um, and then they all come in when they, when Ness is in the toilet and they're finding out about pregnant. They they all come in and uh, every single one of them goes, "Who's Seth?" And it's oh. just so you funny. know. In that scene, it really like reminds me. Every time I look at it, it's always te- uh, Pete's like black teeth that always stick out to me when he's oh, been he's on the bottle of red. Watson holes, Watson holes. Where are you heading? Uh, the woman's toilet. Gavin's like, "What?" <laughs> Mitch just goes, "Don't ask." <laughs> <laughs> but yes, of course, in at number one. And it was a very popular one, this. But it was closer than it last week, tight. this poll. It was, it was yeah, it was one. close. The top three, there were very tight. Yeah, but it is, of course, Pete punching Dave coaches at Christmas. After a boozy Christmas Eve and a verbal warfare between the Welsh and English families, Pete puts one through Dave. And hilarious moment follows. Pete leaves, uh, but then awkwardly returns to collect his turkey. And actually does leave his um his mum there. Let's so. be let's be honest. We've all had too much on Christmas Eve. Yeah, you yeah, get yeah. carried away. Yeah. The holidays are there, uh, and that is just quintessential. Um, but yeah, Pete and Dawn. What a pair of characters. So much relatability. I think we all know if it's not our parents, it's someone else's. Yeah. Um, they love and hate each other so much at the same time, but they're happily married. Yeah, and they exactly. Really their vows. And obviously, we first meet them for the first time, and it's very it's very unsavoury at the at the quiz. So. You know, they go on that sort of journey. It's, they're great, great characters. So we are on the search for the ultimate Gavin and Stacey fan. Have you slammed that menu while shouting, I'm having the knocky? Or have you asked for a sagaloo as well, please, Mick, in an Indian? Last week, we had Morgan Price Evans, who arranged a whole Gavin and Stacey theme party that went viral on Twitter. Even James Corden got involved, but still couldn't take me down. I'm still the ultimate super fan. Oh, you're listening to the What's Occurring podcast with Cal and Chuck. Tidy. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Millie. Um, it's so oh, great to have you on. Obviously, today you'll be talking about sort of a little bit about yourself, why you love Gavin Stacey so much. But first, I want you to give a 30-second pitch as to why you are yeah. the biggest Gavin and Stacey superfan out there. Dragons and Den. Dragons, Dragons and Den. Dragons Den. 30 seconds. Yeah. You've got, what have you got in the locker? Three, two, one, go. Okay, so Gavin and Stacey is that one show I will never turn off, no matter how many times I've seen it. Um, this is a fun fact that not many people know is that when I was in year six and I think that was the year the show came out I actually played Stacey in my school leader's play oh my god um, I had to do an accent and all sorts um, I mean I don't like to brag but a few of my tweets have gone viral and I don't know if you saw I did see um, that a lot of people had commented on my you know when I said who had um, who had said that oh what was it who had said that quote uh, that line 
Thanks, Your time is up. That was good. That was very yeah. solid. And we're going to talk about the quote in a sec, but that was pretty I decent, didn't see mate. that coming from you, Millie. I, didn't, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought you'd play, Gav, uh, you'd play Stacey. That's incredible. Yeah, uh, the accent wasn't great, but, you know... I'm Go on, give us your accent, then. Go on, give us your yeah, accent. Yeah, come on. Oh. You can't talk about it now. You've got to do it. Can I have an omelette? <laughs> That's better than Chuck. That's better than That mine. is honestly better I mean, than Chuck. Let's be honest, no one listens to this podcout yeah. for my impression. No, awful, but that is very uh, good, Millie. Hang on, you're from Essex, though. You must be able to do a decent Pamela. I d- oh, oh, I'm not too bad. Come on. All right, give right, us a... right on the spot today. Give us a, uh, due to recent events, there's actually three stakes going. Due to recent events, there actually are three stakes going. <laughs> That's decent. Yeah, I like hey, that. You, we can taste the Essex girl in you. I bet, I bet your mum is like Pam. <laughs> oh, my mum is an absolute legend. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It's actually more my nan and my granddad that I say I like Pam and me. Oh, really? Like, they banter each other off each other. Get, yeah, get him on the podcast. Yeah, honestly, for those <laughs> oh, who know me, Mick's one of my favourite characters. I absolutely love him. It's He's incredible. you are Mick. Oh, yeah. You're an you know. old man. Yeah, I am an old man. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. You spoke about the clip in your little pitch. Who yes. on earth is that? Who is that voice? Do you know what? Me and my sister have watched it so many times that every time that episode comes on, it just sounds... I can't explain it. It sounds so out of the scene, if that makes sense. Yes. Because yeah, no, so, well, so a lot of the people are like, oh, not all the Welsh people in the programme are Welsh actors and actresses. They all are. Like, yeah. Rob Brydon's Welsh, Joanna Page, they're all Welsh. So yeah. it, for some reason, it just goes like... English for a while, but it didn't yeah. sound like any of the. But English also, guys. how did you first notice yeah. it? Was it like the first viewing, or was it like after like sort of the twentieth um, viewing? You know what? It's like obviously I've been watching it for years. But yeah. I think it's just as of you know like, when you get to know the episodes inside and out. Yeah. And yeah. then it comes on, and I, every time it just because I've it was only since recording my, the telly that you realise because someone tweeted me straight away and said it's Stacey, but Stacey's lips don't move. It's not Stacey. So, no, I, I'm certain it's not Stacey. Yeah, it's um, it does baffle me a little bit, but then again, I was like, it. I didn't realise it to go viral. I thought, oh, a few people reply. And then I've had people, I've always wondered this, I've always wondered this. And I'm like, right, what's just me then? Yeah. Twitter is rife of Gavin and Stacey theories, as we discovered. discovered. So, oh, it is. So for those wondering, we'll play the clip here. Get me to my door. I could do with a nice, strong man like you. Thanks, Gav. Right, should we do the quiz? Yes, let's get on with the quiz. Perfect. So, the way it's going to work, Millie, (laughs) is um, you and Chuck are going to go head-to-head as to who is the biggest super fan. Now, as we heard last week, the questions are quite niche, and um, they will be specific to this episode, so episode two of season one. Um, You've got four questions each, and we're going to go through all four of them, and it's basically who's got the most points wins. And just to give you a bit of context, Millie, uh, Morgan was on last week and she was the girl that organised that massive Gavin and Stacey p- theme party yeah I listened yesterday yeah, yeah. Slater no yeah. chance it, he, he really did no put her dragon. to yeah right oh, yeah. okay I'm, I'm very nervous I'm sweating now <laughs> so c- we're going to do a, a toss a coin um, would you like to go heads or tails um, heads it's a tails it's tails unfortunately oh sorry, sorry. Start from me. so that means Chuck <laughs> you are up first question, question one question one what name did Gavin's boss refer to Stacy as in the first scene? Oh, shite. Wait. Oh, God. No. Oh. So he's over Gavin's yeah, I shoulder. Know, I, I know exactly. You don't need to describe it. Oh, sorry. Whoop. Guilty. <laughs> I know exactly the scene. Oh, I, I think I've, I've got one name that struck to, my, struck to my head straight away. 
You've got to go with your gut, haven't you? Yeah, I go think for it's it. Tracy. Tracy, that is correct. Yes. One 0 oh, Right, <laughs> Millie, are you ready for your first question? I am ready. Okay, so may I just say these questions are chron- chronological order of the episode. So, yes. when in the pub, what did Smithy tell Gavin to do with his number? Oh, in, uh, in the pub, what does Gavin tell? Um, no, Smithy, Smithy tell, tell Gavin to do with his number. He's trying to get through to Stacey. Um, oh, I can see the see. These questions yep. are so bloody difficult. Um, We're I'm on the search for a super fan, Millie. Um, right, he says... Oh, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it, but you'll say it, and I know it. Withheld, okay. withheld the number. Yeah, withhold the number. Yeah. I've done it loads of times. Oh, that's pleasant, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like doing it, but right. it works. Unfortunately, <laughs> Chuck goes into the second round of questions yeah, with a 1-0 advantage. <laughs> right, Chuck, question number two for you. You tried her mobile. Sorry. <laughs> In a conversation between Stacey and Nessa, Ness started talking about Carol Powell. Who is this to Nessa? Oh. Carol Powell. Do you want me to give you a time no, of the episode? No, 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 no. Mate, I know exactly when it okay, is. Okay, okay. Stacey's about to leave to go oh, to okay, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. outside the house. It's her best friend, yeah. but I don't know if it's her first one or like another one. I think it's her first best friend. So can I have your exact answer, oh, please? I don't know if it's like second or third best friend. I'm going to go first best friend. So that's your final answer? Yeah. That is correct. Yes. Carol Powell is yes. Nessa's well done, first Carol best Powell. friend. First best friend. She says it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. So, Millie, question number two for you. Yeah. What was the second WWW example Bryn <laughs> said in the root planner scene? <laughs> so, so he goes whiskey with right. water, and then what is his second um, one? Right. Uh, I know one of them, but I don't know if it's. The... <sighs> I'm going to go with my gut instinct, which first came to my head, but I think this could have been the first one. Is it women wearing wings? Yes, it is. Oh, that, is that is a that strong is answer. Good. Yes, well oh, done. Yeah, that is very strong. Yeah, women wearing wings. And he goes, oh, no, that's awful. Uh, it's now at 2-1 to you, Chuck, going into the third question. Okay. Squeaky bum time. Right. How much did Smithy say he made refitting the boiler? I know. I know this 100%. Yeah? Just, oh, why do I keep second so that, guessing myself today? It's, yeah, I, I, you don't need to subscribe. No, no, I was telling the listeners, really. All right, yeah, fair enough. They're walking into the pub for yeah. the pub quiz, and it, he's buzzing off his nut, and Pam goes, why are you buzzing off your nut? He goes, just just took 600 quid for refitting a bit of boiler. Can is I have your final answer, please? Oh, is it 650? Can I have your final? 600 quid. 600 quid, your final answer? Yeah. That is incorrect. Is it 650? It's 700 oh, pounds. <laughs> Oh, oh right you've got a chance here oh, millie to pull one back crap. oh pressure's on pressure's on okay so in the kitchen scene when uh mick and pam meet stacy for the first time prior to that yes. what brand of cereal did pam oh, tell mick he could eat over the sink bloody hell right i can pick because he she has a go at him when he spills yeah. the toast crumbs yeah. um right I've got to think about this very carefully. So we go, um, Been down the Tesco's at five. Golden Bran. Sorry, can you repeat that? Uh, I, don't know, I don't even know if it is. You can have to... Just say, say what you just said <laughs> it's again. Something brown. It's something like brown. Uh, I'm sure she said golden, but I don't even think it's a serial. Golden Bran. Can I have your final answer? <laughs> oh, all right, Chris We'll go for that. Golden Brands. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Oh, you were almost there. It's Golden Grahams. Oh, that is oh, so 
Oh, Millie. I don't fucking know why I can't work too. Tell you what. something like that. Right, okay. Millie, so, is, Millie is a fan. If Chuck gets this wrong, then you have a chance to uh, is, draw the quiz with him. W again, isn't yes, it? so, okay, Chuck. What time did Smithy say he needed to be up the morning after the quiz? Oh, uh, wait, is it he had to... Oh. So for those listening, Smithy stumbles out of yeah, the pub quiz yeah, yeah. and he tries to drive himself home and he says, oh, I've got to be up at... No, the best bit is when he goes, come here, Pam, you've got such a great pair of... <laughs> 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 That's it. Uh, it, uh, it's early doors, obviously it's early doors. I'm going to go for... I'm going to take an educated guess and it rings bell 6 o'clock a.m. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. your final answer. Got me up at 6. Yeah. Is that it? That is incorrect. It's 5 a.m. Oh, it He's bottled it. He's bottled it big time. You've got a chance to draw it. Yeah. Right. Your final question. Yeah. Who won the golden boot at the World Cup Mexico 1986? Yeah, but I'm not even going to... I'm not a football person. It's in the quiz, though. It's in the quiz. Um, uh, There's your little clue. <laughs> it's the same answer in the quiz a yeah. few times. I'll give you a clue because you seem like a very good, very strong fan. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't a guess yeah. that cereal is ridiculous. So who won the golden um, boot at the World Cup, Mexico, 1986? Gary Lineker. Oh, yes. Oh, taking it into shit. a decider. So it's down to a tiebreaker. It's two apiece, and I'm giving you two a question that is a number, and it's going to be closest to the pin wins. So my question is, how many drinks did Gav have on his tray when he returned from the bar for the final question of the quiz? I'll give you a few seconds to and think this is, about this. This is the pub quiz. This is the pub quiz. It's like the last kind of scene, a um, few frames of that scene. He returns right. to the table with Stacey and a tray of drinks. How many drinks are on there? Now, I'm just going to say a bottle of wine counts as one drink. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's uh, how many items really are on the tray. Oh, shit. This is very hard. Well, you know, we don't make easy questions here. This is... I was not expecting this. I've written, I've written down my Right, answer. so I can see Chuck's answer in front of me. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you for yours and... When you tell me yours, I'm going to tell you who's closest. Okay, right. Millie, what is your answer? Right, I'm going to go for eight. Right, I've gone for four, Millie. Okay. The answer is five. Yeah. So Chuck wins. <laughs> there were five items on the tray. <laughs> you done me with a bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, a bottle of wine. Maybe mm. Dawn and Pam. Because there, yeah, the there was, yeah, and exactly. Yeah, Mick probably had a pint. Gav probably had a pint. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Oh, very well done. You're a champ, Millie. Thank you so Thank much you. for coming on. Uh, actually, I just realised, what, what what are your thoughts on the Christmas special? Are you just completely buzzing? Have you got... So I spoke to my brother and he was a bit like, oh, they potentially might ruin it. What do you reckon? Do you know what? I think the fact that they've left it this many years, I'm hoping that'll be a positive and yeah. they've obviously been working on it for Yeah, 100%. Ages. I feel you. I'm, I'm very... I'm very intrigued to see baby Neil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He'll be about 13. Yeah, he's 12, 13 yeah. on now. I wonder if they get the same actor. He's a little Cardiff boy. I've seen that'll him on uh, social media. Yeah, that'll be I'm funny. Just and, will they, and will they bring in people like Dave Coaches? Because where will he fit in now? Because obviously yeah. he 
So I'm very, I'm very, very excited. I woke up this morning and like, so many people have messaged me. And Christmas I was like, morning. Oh my God, it's happening today the podcast. Uh, actually, I'm really here's, an, here's another parameter of how big a Gavin and Stacey fan I am. So that post that has been on Facebook by James Corden of the script, eight tags I've had, eight separate people. <laughs> oh, incredible. That is amazing. Um, I'm, I'm hoping it will be, of course, like I think as the big fans that we are, there's obviously an element of, nerves about it because yeah of course but I've got I've got very very big faith very big faith I'm gonna have to tell my family as well that I've got plans on Christmas day I'm I'm not watching all of them last week we had Morgan on so we've been sending our guests a little treat so referencing the first episode we sent her a toilet brush yeah so (laughs) you've got a little treat on your way it is the prize of the pub quiz a packet of Hamlets (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I've loved it. You've made my day. <laughs> no worries. Thank You're you so a legend. much. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Take care. Take care. Bye. And that concludes. And there we go. This episode, episode number two. Uh, and uh, I just—it is quite surreal at yeah. the moment. Um, yeah, it's sick. It's been a great day. Yeah, at What's Occurring Pod on Twitter. Get in touch. We've got polls up there each week. We we work out which characters' best moments and so on. As you heard today, was Pete and Dawn. Uh, lots of other little things for you to get involved with as well. We'll be having a little texter in next week uh, with something to do with episode number three. And yes. what what an episode! Again, another stormer. I know, incredible episode. I accidentally watched this following on from this, and it's so fun. I, I cannot I wait. It last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is quite the episode uh, where both the families meet yes, each other yes. for the first it's a time. A bit heated. It does get a bit heated. But thank you so much for listening, guys. Make sure to keep in touch on the socials at What's Occurring Pod. Bye bye. Oh, the episode's over. So sling your hook, or I'll break your face.